0: us dear Lord and Heavenly Father, again, as we come together as you to study your word, I pray that you bless us and that you give us your Holy Spirit so we can understand and, more importantly, apply whatever we learn. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up a picture, because Tyler told me that putting up a picture helps. So... Wow! Um, beating me, beat me up. <laughs> Summer.
1: Yeah, how you doing? We good, we good. We good, we good. How is everybody? Oh, good, man. Absolutely
0: fabulous. Yeah. All right, did that actually share or did it not share? No, it did like, not
2: share.
0: Okay, we're
2: there?
0: Yes. Ooh. Okay. Everyone can see, yeah? Yes, yeah, yeah, I so, from this picture, I don't know if you can guess where we're going.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, the, okay, it's it's
4: yeah, the
0: Galilee.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Um, so, actually, this story is actually taking place through separate places in the Bible. Um, and by that, you can probably guess that it's in the Gospels. Um, but we're going to focus on the account from Mark specifically today. So, if you could go to Mark chapter 4, and we're going to read from verse 35. Okay. So, before we start reading, you know I like to do a little background. Mm -hmm. So... Where do you think we are in, in the story of the Gospels at this point?
1: I think, is this uh, around the time he's just started his ministry, isn't it? Okay, yeah. So Not even we're... far into the Gospel right now.
0: Exactly, right? In the other Gospels, we're in chapter 8. Mark is kind of shorter, so we're in chapter 4. Um, but yeah, close to the start of his ministry. Um He's just been doing the parable about the seeds and a few other parables, um, things relating to the kingdom of heaven, right? So he's trying to tell the disciples and the people around about the kingdom of heaven. No,
5: I'm, uh, I'm... sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry about that. I'm going to have to join on another device. One sec.
0: Okay, okay. All right. So um, if you can see the picture, where he, we currently are at. Is in Genesaret, which is about the west side of the Sea of Galilee, northwest. Yeah, so that's where he's he is. He's on the uh, he's on the coast, preaching to the people about the about the kingdom. You know, when you um, maybe we can read um, verse thirty to verse thirty-four of chapter four, just to give us a little bit of where we're at, right? So, if someone could read where we do two verses each, or maybe two verses and three verses.
1: All right. Um, verse 30. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God, or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth is left than all the seeds that be in the earth
5: when it is sown, it groweth up, and becometh greater than all herbs, and shooteth out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under and swallow of it. And with many such parables spoke he the word unto them, as they were able to hear it.
4: Great, verse 34. But without a parable, he did not speak
6: to them, and they were alone. When, and when they were alone,
0: uh, he explained all things to his disciples. Cool. Right, so, so where we're at, Jesus is in full flow of his ministry now, just started, he's done the thing in the desert with the, with the devil, he's been baptised, um, he's now, in the, the, the Pharisees have started to notice him, they're starting to challenge him, and Jesus is kind of getting tired. Like, he's been doing this a lot now. So day and night, he's been pretty much just just preaching to the people, talking to the people, telling these parables. And when he's not with the people, expanding more to the disciples, as the last verse said, yeah? And then we meet Jesus um, in verse 35. Okay, so let's let's hit that. Verse 35. And the same day, when
7: the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent...
0: I'll All right, that's there, right? Okay. So firstly, it says, when it was even. What does that mean?
1: It's late.
0: Right, it's <laughs> evening. So when I had this story in my mind, and you may already know from maybe in your Bible as a title, you may already know what kind of story we're going into, right? But in my mind, I had this idea that it was daytime. But actually, it's coming into the evening, which kind of makes the story even worse as we get through it. But we're coming to the evening. It says, let's pass over to the other side. Now you see where we said that we were at on the on the picture. We're now gonna move over to the other side, um, which is east, and we're gonna go to the place where it says um Jerusal Jerodessa. So that's kind of where he's we're aiming, right? So we're moving right right across the heart of the
4: Sea of Galilee. Yeah. Okay. Verse thirty six.
1: And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. Cool.
0: Right. So Jesus is going over here to get away from the people. Yeah. Because he's tired. There's a lot of people around. He's like, okay, let me just like the Pharisees have been on his back. Maybe let's have a little bit of R&R. Let's go to the other side. But everyone, because they want to see Jesus, has jumped into the boats with him. So it's not just Jesus's boat that's on the Sea of Galilee now. There's plenty of boats out there. Yeah, and they're all going over to this, to this, um, to the east side. Now, what do you
4: notice about the picture?
1: It's still pretty wide, you know. Like it doesn't show it on the map. But if you look at the scale of it, it's, it's saying that the sea is it's not, it's not yeah. small. It's not small, I can, mate.
0: I can tell you it's about 12 kilometres wide and about 20 kilometres long. Right? What Gosh. else do we notice?
4: And the deepest part of the sea is 70 metres. So quite easily drowned in there. What else do we
1: notice? Just looking at the map, the sea is only, it, it sounds odd to say this, but this sea is not a sea as you'd expect it to be. It's only like the middle of the River Jordan.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool.
0: So if it's in the middle of the River Jordan, right? What does that mean? Well, what, why are you saying it's not a normal sea? What, what does it, it's that,
3: well,
0: You're You're there, but just say it. It's landlocked. It's landlocked, right? And not only is it land rot, what is around on the land?
1: It's mountains and hilly and... It's hills, hills and nowhere. mountains Simple. all around,
0: right? Hills and mountains everywhere. So for on the west side there's mountains, on the east side there's mountains, on the north side there's mountains, right? There's mountains all over the place. And what's cool about the Sea of Galilee is actually it's lower than the normal sea level. So it's lower than sea level, and the mountains are obviously higher than sea level. So you've got this like massive dip in the earth, where the Sea of Galilee is. And um, this makes for very um, weird weather. Like, it's very hard to predict the weather in the Sea of Galilee because of this. Mm. You have cold air coming from the top of the mountains. And because, you know, it's a tropical place, and on the ground level it's very warm, you have this... Divergent temperatures hitting hitting together right on the Sea of Galilee. So you get a lot of strange weather. Yeah, hard to predict. Okay. Isn't
1: that isn't that simply the method for a tropical storm already?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Right? This is how this is how um you get the all the hurricanes and all that around the Caribbean and all the rest of it, right?
4: So, first thirty seven.
0: So before we read birthday phase seven, right, let's just go just so we understand where we are in the story. Jesus um, Jesus wants to go across the story. They're all now got into the boat, they're now into the boat, right?
4: and they're in the boat mm-hmm. okay, it doesn't get to that point yet, but we'll get to where Jesus is. Okay so they're in the boat on the sea right? What is the oh, first phase at oh. uh, evening? And a
6: great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the, into the boat, so that it was already filling. Cool.
4: All right? So what's right. going on?
6: So, so Tyler, this is chapter four of Mark, and we're
4: reading verse, at the moment that was verse 37. Cool. So what's going on? First 37, what just happened?
0: A storm arose and the ship is sinking. Storm arose, the ship is sinking. Who's been in bad weather? Mm-hmm.
2: Not like this
0: right, Give me, one, give me, like, someone's favorite times. experience of bad weather, please. Like, what's the most, extreme, most extreme
7: weather you've been season. in? Different countries. You yeah, know, we were talking last week about the fact that when England rains, it's a little bit wishy-washy with it sometimes, you know. Sometimes, like sometimes it's heavy but in some tropical countries when it rains it rains and when it's hurricane season on top of that there's a lot of wind mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff the weather yeah. feels it, it feels like it's attacking so there is like you know and obviously some countries it does get up to a level where there's there's
0: actually threat there's actually danger because of the extreme weather who's been extreme weather
1: like that i remember yeah. when we were younger I remember coming back from Jamaica, and before we left, it was storming so bad, they they locked off the airport the day before we were supposed to be leaving, saying that the planes can't fly and nothing, and I was just looking out of grandma's window, and all I could see was thunder and lightning, and raindrops that I thought were the size of my head, probably not, but mm. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: remember, I remember being on DV on, on top of a mountain. <laughs> And then there was just the thickest dog, torrential rain. We didn't have a clue where we were. Like, you could not even see the map. I remember yeah. that. That was just funny. I remember when I was
7: younger once, um, we flew out of Atlanta. We flew out of Atlanta yeah, yeah, yeah. as Hurricane Katrina was coming in. That was an experience. Uh,
6: wow. I was at my DOV in
7: Barbados, and
6: we, had, uh, we were hiking during the day, and a rainstorm came, like... Rain was up to our knees, and we had to hike to the next location.
5: Dominican Republic, the whole country got blacked out. Oof.
0: oh, Oof. whole country got blacked out, yeah?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mad. I can tell you, right, the most extreme weather I've seen, or been ex- experienced, is, is driving through America. And I almost saw every single possible bit of weather. <laughs> I saw I saw like a tornado in the distance, <laughs> I saw lightning. Like I saw rain that was like heavy, heavy rain. So much so that you couldn't see the road when we're driving. Um, like, like as you said, like England doesn't get weather like some other countries Not. get weather, right? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a story. My dad um, last year was in Barbados, no, uh, Bahamas. The Bahamas, right? And if you remember, last year around September, Bahamas was hit by a hurricane.
3: Oh,
4: yeah.
0: And he was, he was there during the hurricane, right? And he was telling me what was going on. And obviously, like, before they had all the hurricane warnings and stuff, but by that point, you can't get off the island. Um, and so they're walking down the beach, like, trying to look, see, like, what kind of – because they're not in a very, like, strong house. So they, they meet this woman on the beach, and she's like, oh, you know, we've got a house made of concrete or whatever. You can come stay with us. So they're in this woman's house with all these other group people and all this weather's going around them. Um, and as the storm is now coming, they start hearing things just being blown about outside. So like metal sheets, all trees hitting stuff, all sorts of stuff happens. And in a hurricane, it's all about air pressure.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So in the house, because the air is still and outside there's so much commotion, inside there's a, there's a lot of pressure with the air inside so what happens is this front door starts shaking and the windows start shaking right so almost if you could put your hand on the window it'd be like vibrating violently as all the storm is going around so much so that if it breaks right and the pressure it's like a vacuum and all of the outside gets sucked inside and you have like swirling metal going around and just how people die in hurricanes right so the door's going crazy um, so my dad picks up, like, with another guy, picks up a mattress and is putting it against the door, and they're holding the door, and it, all this thing is going on. And he's, as he's telling me, he's like, this is the point where he thought, right, this is it. Game over. Like, this is how we die. There's no communication now. All the electrics have gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, da You can't message nobody.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, and the whole country is mashed up,
4: mm-hmm.
0: Right. So much that sure they couldn't actually say how many people died on in the Bahamas during this time, mm. right? Now, we're going to read the next part and understand that this isn't just a storm, yeah? This, like, imagine the fear of your life being, because when weather is happening, right, you have no control. Mm. It's a bit mad, like, weather, when it wants to, is crazy. And as I said, Sea of Galilee is already a place where you know how the mountains are and how it's landlocked. It's already there's already weather things going on that that are a bit crazy, right? So we hear in verse thirty-seven as we read, and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that there so that it was now full, right? Cool.
4: So
2: let day here. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing?
0: Cool. All right. So let's break this down. Who, who are the disciples? In fact, who are some of the disciples? Not all of them, but who are some of the disciples? Like, what was their profession?
2: Some of the fishermen. Some fishermen. Some fishermen.
0: Most of, like, a lot These of people, you know, fishermen, yes. John, they're fishermen, right? Yeah. So, I can almost imagine, and you read this in, in Desire of Ages, um, they get into the boat, and we read in this verse that Jesus um, went into the hinder part of the boat, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you almost get this, um, imagine, you imagine in, in your mind that Jesus, they all get onto this boat, and they say, don't worry, Jesus. You said, let's go to the other side, we've got this. We're fishermen. We can handle the sea. We've 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 been on the Sea of Galilee plenty of times for our fishing. So don't worry, we got this. We'll get over to the other side calm. You go and sit in the back part of the boat. And she's like, Are you sure? Like Are you sure you don't need any and then like no, no, no. We got we got it. Right? We got it. We're good. I'm I'm I'm, I'm Peter, you know. <laughs> I'm good. Right? Go sit, go, go, go sit down. Right, so Jesus goes, sits down in the back part of the boat and goes to sleep. Right, then the waves are coming a bit more. And like, okay, we didn't really see this on the forecast, but it's all right, we've got this, right? And everyone's strong, strong fishermen. Yeah, we've got it. Then it gets a bit worse, you know. Like, okay, it's getting a bit dangerous, but don't worry, we've, we've kind of handled this before, and it gets even worse. So much so that now the waves are in the boat, the boat's now sinking. It's like Right. They're, they're fighting it they're fighting they fighting they're fighting it and they forgot that Jesus was even in the boat at this point they're just fighting the they're just fighting the ocean just the storm just them in the storm now mm. so much so and all of the other you're seeing around you all the other boats struggling because there's plenty of boats out there as we read before yeah. right yeah. everyone's struggling the sea is coming like the wind is blowing. Have you been on the sea like, when, like, when it's a bit mad? But like, I don't want to be. I wouldn't want to be out there. Me, uh, like, I can swim, but boy, not that well. You, what I'm Do you saying? know what? I'm scared right now. I just
1: had a thought. It says there was plenty of other boats out there. It doesn't say that the other boats were traveling with them or anything. So I wonder if maybe they see some other boats drown and stuff, and that's what made them really say, "Yo, Jesus, wake up."
0: Possibly. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they see one, one boat turn over and, and they're like, right, that could be us next. Mm-hmm. Right? And these are fishermen, yeah? Mm-hmm. So this isn't no normal storm. Like, this is, this is serious. Right? Imagine the fear. And it's only when they get to the point where they cannot deal with it anymore is when they go, Jesus. Right? And and this is what happens. This is what uh, this is what um we're in chapter oh, oh wait yeah cool. um this is what happens right. Originally they say they shout out Jesus. They don't reason. They don't realize he's asleep here. This is what the Desire of Ages says. They shout out Jesus. No answer. They're fighting the they're fighting the storm. They cry out Jesus again. No answer. Right. And then a flash of lightning happens. And they look around and they hear Jesus sleeping. And they immediately <laughs> think, they immediately think, what? <laughs> this is the man that's supposed to save us. This is the man that's like, like, mm-hmm. um, that, that healed the people, that, that has been mm-hmm. casting out demons. Is, like, we, hand, we were going to handle the storm, right? But now because they cannot handle it anymore, they're crying out to Jesus and Jesus is sleeping. Yeah? Now, what did they say to Jesus? Sorry, Reese. can I just jump in there? I just yeah, to... jump in, jump in. Alright, so do you think that
7: they were calling on Jesus in terms of his, like, miracle working capabilities? Or were they calling on Jesus because these men were struggling to bail out? They were struggling to grab all the ropes and the sails, and they just like, it, they didn't logic compute how he was sleeping, number one, but number two, they were just calling him as an extra pair of hands, you know? They weren't necessarily in my in my kind of mind. What I'm saying, they're not calling Jesus to step in there in His supernatural capacity. They're calling Jesus to come and help them do what they're already doing, even though mm. they know they're it's working. Do you know what I mean? Mm.
3: Mm.
7: Like, possibly. if we go out, then we're not going out like with you sitting down. Yeah, you need to be on
0: board and <laughs> help them out that we can do this. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, right. Yeah. Hey, possibly. Well, I guess yeah. in man- my
4: yeah,
0: go ahead. Yeah. Someone gonna say something? Okay, okay. So in my mind's eye, I'm thinking they're just panicked. So like how you just just mentioned it, it seems like that's almost like a logical thing. Like, okay, there's there's ten of us working here, but one man's two, like, Jesus, come, you can help us, mm-hmm. right? That's that seems like kinda of logical. Mm-hmm. For me that it's just panic. Absolute panic. Like, all like, like, And yeah. at the last moment, they're thinking, right, like, I tried to do one. I, like, I tried to put up the sail this way, that usually helps, but it hasn't helped. Mm. Like, I've tried to use the bucket to take out the water, and it hasn't helped. Mm-hmm. Like, I tried to use the, the the thing that steers the ship, and it hasn't helped. Mm. Nothing's worked. Nothing that usually works. All the rope tying, and all that, it usually works, it hasn't worked. And now it's just panic. And now it's like Jesus, Jesus, wh-? like <laughs> what are we gonna do? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they turn around and see him sleeping. What do they say?
7: Master, carest thou not that we perish? Alright,
0: what do, what what are they trying to say with that? Don't you care that we're dying? Don't you care that we're dying?
7: Why aren't you helping?
4: Why, why aren't you, feel- you, my G? You're sleeping.
0: Not only why. Not what? Not only why don't you help it, but why haven't you helped it yet? Like, mm. like you're sleeping. We're going through hell right now.
4: Mm. Like, and don't lose the um,
0: the moral behind this as we're going through. Yeah, why haven't you fixed it yet?
7: And can we also you're going
0: through hell? Mm. Why haven't you fixed it? Do you not care? Mm.
7: Mm. Mm. It's interesting that you said, um, you know, do you not care? Because when someone doesn't care about something that's serious to us as much as we do, then even in our friendships, you know, if you're going through something and your friends are treating it like it's minor, your indignant. Your, your righteous indignation is up. Your your idea of like what type of friend are you? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know that that whole thing is going on because you're going through something and people aren't taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like I I haven't been on um. I've only been on a big ship once or twice in my life. And, um, you know, I was lucky to not have bad weather, but I do remember uh, an incident. It wasn't a proper incident, but I remember a night when I was young and, um, you know, I'm, I'm sleeping comfortably, peacefully in my bed and the fire alarm goes off. And I hear dad get out of his bed and go downstairs I hear Daniel wake up and run downstairs, and Daniel comes into my room and shouts, "So there's a fire." <laughs> I vaguely remember turning, turning, around and going back to sleep. Um, <laughs> it's not, and it, it's annoying because I remember Daniel coming into my room and being like, "There's a fire!" Like opening, busting open my door, "There's a fire," and I went back to sleep. It's not a joke when he says we're back to sleep either I had, I had in, my, in my, you know, I like to think of it It's just that like my dad went downstairs, I knew that dad was so in it But obviously, I remember Daniel just like the the kind of like The hype of Daniel's indignation to say that we are having <laughs> a fire What do you mean you're sleeping? Like You get me? Mm. Like, you know, they're turning around to Jesus and it's like We are in something, where are you? Where have you been? And so when you were just saying, like, why haven't you helped yet? Yeah. It's like, why don't you care about my situation? Yeah. yeah it's really something that we take quite personally and we throw it at God. Why don't yeah. you care? Why haven't you intervened? What's going mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you know, you know what's crazy? Right? That's what they're thinking. Why haven't you intervened yet? Mm-hmm. We're, di- we're about to die. Yeah. Why why are you still sleeping? What's crazy is a verse before that. They were happy to deal with it themselves. They did not invite Jesus into the situation when everything was
1: calm. Because they okay, slightly I think this is because they want we want to impress God with what we do. This is human nature, yeah. We we we're trying to impress God and so we've if we were the disciples, it would be the case of we've taken Jesus and we said, Yeah, we're gonna take you to this spot, don't worry about it. So now we have to do everything that we can in our power to make it easy, to make it smooth for Jesus. Jesus is not supposed to be doing the work here. So they've tried to deal with it in their own power because they've wanted to help the person who's helping them. It makes sense to a human, but there's still limits to what you're able to do. And the problem is they weren't acknowledging their limits.
0: They agree. And not only that, that if, if, Yeah,
1: go
2: ahead, sorry. Um I was just thinking if
5: that but well, they wouldn't have been in that boat if Jesus didn't put them there in the first place. Like said, if if Jesus didn't call them, they'll still be fishermen. So in their own they they forget that they can't
2: do anything in their own power, really. Agreed. But then
0: um, this this okay. is why it's rude, right? This is why it's rude. Because two minutes before, they were like, Jesus, Jesus, is, are you sure? You, sh- you, sh- you don't want me to be up here with the rest of you? No, no, no. Jesus, we got it. Right? And then two seconds later, they're saying, why are you sleeping?
4: Mm. Mm. Like,
0: how do you, How can we expect God to save us from the storm if we didn't invite him in there in the first place? Mm what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying it just—it it doesn't make sense. And then we're vexed with God because the situation is now out of our control. Well, who put it out of your control? You did, right? Okay, but this is why Jesus is the best, and and God is just so gracious, right? We're gonna read. Mm-hmm. This is like this is this is where Jesus almost took it, went to a new level with with everybody. The, the um, Desire of Ages, Ellen White says. That because of the storm, all the boats were now in, in in the same vicinity, so you can almost see like the other boats looking at this boat because they know Jesus is on this boat and they're like "rah, you know they haven't gone down yet what are they' gonna what's, what's gonna happen mm. like where's Jesus at like mm. like they so they're all looking in anticipation right The disciples just wake him up, do you not care that we're dying and this is what Jesus does someone read, um thirty nine
1: and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Right, this is why Jesus
0: is the boss, right? I can almost imagine, right? He's in the lower part of the boat. They wake him up and he's like, you know what? And he just—he It's almost like he doesn't say anything. He just gets up, just walks calmly. There's commotion, yeah? Just imagine commotion. Almost mm-hmm. like we saw him walking on the water and there was a massive, there was like a storm going on. And Jesus is walking on the water. Just imagine like just the calm. We mentioned the calm that Peter had, right? When he was in when he was in jail last week. Mm. Yeah? Mm. When he was about to die the next day and he was fast asleep. Yeah? This is Peter was learning from Jesus. You know, Peter was in this moment. Imagine that he he had this to draw back on. Jesus woke mm. up and he was like, just just go walked up the stairs, almost there of the boat, walked out to the edge of the boat and just went still and the whole thing just went
7: mm. and can we Oh, can we imagine can we imagine the visuals can you imagine the I'm, I'm deep because... in the
1: visuals it's like almost mm. when you see people walking through explosions and things the turmoil that must yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah around and, it's it's dark and mad it's
0: mad
4: like, this is night time
1: you know it's, it's night time it's bro this this is avengers this is the last scene where the whole <laughs> battle is going on. There is no one who's not fighting against yeah. this storm, you know. Mm. There's no one who can take a minute to even look around thinking of the next person. They're all like, what about my life, my life, my life? Mm. And then Jesus just stand up and go, peace. And the thing, don't even, it doesn't even have time to fall from the sky. It stops right where it is. It just vanishes. It's gone. There's no nothing. You look around and you're thinking, nah, this ain't even the same planet, is it? Like well, mm. it's
7: calm. I just, <laughs> I wanted to check that we're all seeing this scene in IMAX, yeah, cool. But um, is anyone? I, I see. I'm I'm thinking of like I'm also thinking of the nature of how he said it. He gets up. He arose and okay. So verse thirty nine says he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, "Peace, be still." And the wind ceased, and there was great calm. <laughs> And I'm looking at that that you know, that peace, be still. There's a comma. So, you know, these are like two statements. But I'm, I'm 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 imagining this as kinda like a just like a single statement. I'm imagining this as like a shh, you get me? She's just walking to the top of the boat and just shush be still, be quiet. Um Yeah. My, my just just no speak, stress. That's why.
0: <laughs> but yeah right right on the money yeah and we're seeing right, say they're in the middle of this picture now in the middle of the sea and there's 10 boats around them and the whole thing is calm and you all, and you look up and there's not a cloud in the sky and it's all you see in the stars mm. all you have seen the stars this it's night time now mm. all you have seen the stars
1: it's right. probably gone. This has gone to the point where man said calm till the sea is not even rippling. You're seeing the reflection of the moon and the stars in the sea as well. It's that
0: it's, it's one of them ones, right?
4: And like,
0: imagine if you're there and you see that. Mm. I like, don't think that this didn't happen. This happened. Yeah, this is a real story.
4: Mm.
0: So imagine if you're sitting there on the boat. Having just like thinking that you like almost like you writ your will, game over, Mm -hmm. like time, time to like almost like I might as well jump off into the sea. Probably be better, better just to drown quick than to go through whatever's going to happen, right? This is the kind of thing that they're thinking about to die, and now you're sitting in complete and unharmed. And Jesus turns to them and says in verse.
4: Read
1: that. And he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How, it's, how is it that ye have no faith? Cool. What do you think they're thinking right at that moment? Shame. What to, how stupid are we? They're, they're, they're ashamed down to their very core at this moment. Because they're remembering they've got Jesus on their side.
5: I think they're still confused after what just
1: happened.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the same. It's more because this is still early on, well, you know, based in chapter four. You know, you, you, this is still early on in them meeting Jesus, and you can see the next verse that they still don't actually know who he is. Yeah, true. Mm. Oh,
7: that's true. That's <laughs> a little bit mad because remember a while ago, Reuben was asking, you know, what did they did they wake Jesus up as the kind of like you know, come and help. Be, 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 be the extra hand rather than come and tell the sky to shut up
3: mm-hmm.
7: yeah and I think, I, think, I think this is evident then because these guys were surprised they weren't necessarily
1: expecting that and it's Jesus like, just showed them that there's levels to this
0: it's like they asked him to help but they didn't expect <laughs> him to help like that
1: mm.
4: yeah you know so and then I, we I, I... until we get to where we're
0: going but yeah right. so, so, Jesus why are you so yeah. fearful right how is it that you have no faith? And in that moment, I reckon they thought, "Wait a minute, this is this is the Messiah, like this is Jesus, like whoa, 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 we weren't gonna die on the we weren't gonna die on the ship, mm. yeah, like what kind of Messiah just starts preaching for, a, for for a few weeks and then boom, like die die in the storm, yeah." And then they start deepening what just happened. And you have verse 41, if you can read. And this is one of my favourite texts in in scripture.
7: You You said verse 41, yeah? Okay, so, and they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him?
0: And we have the picture of all of the other boats seeing this as well. So you can almost imagine this is like a whisper that's going around. What manner of man is this? Mm. That, as you said, you can go, shh. And everything just goes, Mm. boom. If they hadn't gone through this experience, if they hadn't gone through the storm, and eventually trusted in Jesus to help them, they wouldn't have known what manner of man it was. They wouldn't have known, they wouldn't have had the experience. Peter later on would not have known to be calm in jail. Yeah. There's an one quote here from Desire of Ages that says, if the disciples had trusted in Jesus, they would have kept their peace. Their fear in the time of danger revealed their unbelief. In their efforts to save themselves, they forgot Jesus. And only when, in despair of self-dependence, they turned to him and that he could save them. Right? So it was only when, at the point where they just thought, oh, we can't do this anymore. Mm. How many times did we do that? It's at the moment where we think, "Ah, oh, all right, we, we can't handle this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, something's gone wrong. Procrastinated, as Amber was talking about earlier, or whatever the case is, and they are like, oh, God, you got to pull something out of the bag here. But we didn't involve him at the start. But anyway, let's carry on here. This isn't the end of the story. As we go into chapter five, we're going to see... Um, we're gonna see the story continue, yeah. So the disciples just learned a bit of a lesson. A bit like you know what we understand. We're starting to understand who this person Jesus is now. Like even the wind and the sea obey him. Like and it's it's almost like you're walking around like a bit a bit in shock. Like you kind of look at him like, rah. Like you know when you look at someone after they've just done something, it's a bit like you're kind of confused. Like this wasn't the person that I thought you were a minute ago. And then you just did something bad, you're like, oh, okay, all right. Okay, verse five. I'm sorry, chapter five, verse one.
5: And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarene. Verse two. Verse two. And when he had come out of the ship immediately, there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit.
0: Cool. Oh, right. So, you're the disciples, yeah? Get to the other side. You made it there safely. You almost kissed the ground, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made it. I made it, right? And, as soon as you, get up there. and you get out of the boat, <laughs> and what happens?
4: Some demon
2: possessed man
0: how right, oh, do you
7: think the disciples responded how <laughs> do you think the disciples responded oh, to God, be honest to, sit, let's go. to be honest I don't know and when I say this I just mean I've kind of you know I've, I've even watched um, interpretations of this scene and um, I don't know I think that, especially from stuff that I've seen it takes out kind of like the fear factor this was a demon possessed man and yes, like horror movies and all of that, you know, they, they show us certain things and we, you know, we buy into that. But, you know, it's a demon. It must be a scary experience. And so the disciples, they go from being jubilant and being happy to be back online to being shook. At least, and this is, this is I'm sure that this is Mark 4. This is not the same disciples that when Jesus came down from the mount, of, the mount of Transfiguration that they're trying to cast out the demon. This is the disciples in the early stages.
1: Agreed. Right. I, I really think, the experience that they've and they've got on land, and the fact that they're happy, and then from a, from a distance, they're hearing this noise that's coming closer to them. They're not sure what it is. They yeah. Their emotions are, but I us at this moment progress, considering um, them.
0: Let's read from verse 3 to verse 5, just to give a little bit more context about what these people look like.
7: Mm. Who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him.
0: And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones, right? Right, so we're starting to get what this guy looks like. Imagine rabbit clothes, imagine chains around his um, wrist but broken off, mm. right? What are the disciples
1: thinking right now? This is definitely some reincarnation of hell that is heading towards us. It's dripping in <laughs> blood. It's got chains around it.
3: It's screaming. And I know
1: that here. Let's either jump back on the boat mm-hmm. or just vanish. However, at this moment, maybe one of them ran and hid behind Jesus.
0: Right, okay. So, right, you you, you guys are getting there, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what happens. This is what, this is what Desire of Ages says, right? They just come off the boat. Jesus just saved them from this storm. And now this man is running at them. Now, instead of saying, you know what? Last time, we got scared for our life. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, why have you got no faith? Let's stand strong. Jesus has got this. No, no, no. They they didn't think that. They didn't think, oh, he just saved us from the storm. (laughs) in an impossible situation. What kind of man is this? Mm -hmm. Soon as the next situation came, soon as the next storm came, Boom! They're right. They're right back into their fear, right? All of them are running. Twelve men. Running, right? You can imagine just as soon as they see it, right? They're on, they're on their bike, and suddenly <laughs> they're, they're looking at each other and they're thinking, "Wait a minute, Jesus ain't with us." Imagine they get you get about thirty yards. You're, you're running. You're running. And you're looking around the way. Like, wait a minute. Where's Jesus? Wait, he's not running with us? And they turn around and Jesus is just standing. <laughs> hey.
7: Oh um, my! I'm sorry. I, I, I there was a clip I saw yesterday. I don't know if anybody else saw it. And it's, 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 it's for these 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 four men working, these four guys. I'm assuming in some part of America, just working through a field or something, or just you know their houses and all of a sudden they start running and within a second you see what is coming at them and they (laughs) run when I say they run I mean they get out of there listen they're climbing I think two of them like climb onto a golf cart like literally break the roof of it the roof can't take both their weights they're out of there that must have been you see I like you putting it that way because fear Literally, you're running because you're scared. You're running because fear, and then you turn around and you see that Jesus is not running with you because Jesus has no fear. Fear is removed from the equation. That's mad.
1: These people must have been like, "But wait, Jesus, what one? You're not move."
0: Me and James always tease each other because we say, "Look, we always say if if a tiger was chasing us, right, and we're running." I, I always say I'm, I'm tripping him up. <laughs> I'm tripping him up because, because
7: I you don't need faster. to run fast. You don't I
0: know James need to is faster, faster than the next one. If we're running, James is beating me and I'm James getting eaten. Crazy, right? right? So <laughs> I'm thinking, right? I'm looking at his legs, thinking, right, where am I putting my legs so that he hits the floor and I'm gone? Right? And James is like, boy, I'm thinking the same for you. I, I climb over your back and I'm gone. Right? Is, like, when i not messing around. So you can think, just think of fear, right? When fear has grabbed hold of you, right? you're gone, you haven't even thought about it. Too tough, like
4: your body reacts to it. Most of the time,
0: fight or flight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Adrenaline's pumping, all the rest of it, you're gone. Mm-hmm. And then they're finally, as they're running, they start to think about what's going on, and they're thinking, Right, where's Jesus? What's he doing? And they look back, and Jesus is just chilling there. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> You, there's a little bit of shame, surely. Like, yeah, you've just gone through the experience, and now you're running again, and because Jesus has stopped there, it's kind of shown you that you're a bit of a coward. Yeah? I mean, I'd be running too, mind you, but you're a bit of a coward, right? Okay, cool.
4: Let's continue with the story. Verse 6.
5: But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I dare thee by God that thou torment me not.
7: Okay, guys, back to the scene that we were literally just talking about. The disciples have run and they've turned tail. Now, this is the part where, they, they, you know, one of them's up a tree. It's how, you know, he looks back and sees that Jesus isn't running. This guy is running full pelt. Toward Jesus And all of a sudden Literally just drops To the floor At Jesus' feet Sorry Those are the scenes that's going on In my mind That's it
4: Right
0: And he says um, Are you Jesus Right And he says "Um, Don't torment me Right So not only is he Worshipping him But Who was scared In the situation the devils, demons, yeah. Right. So when we have a, a, an issue, just understand, like this is this is how much is this is how bad Jesus is at this point, right? The devil sees him and he's like, you know what, nah, nah, leave me alone, please. Like I really don't want this fire.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't want it. Yeah, don't want the fight. I'm good. Mm. Yeah, just leave me alone, right? Um. Verse, verse um,
4: nine. Then he asked him, "What is your name?" And he answered,
6: saying, "My name is Legion, for we are many."
0: Right. Again, That's the disciples right. are probably ready to run again at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm. For we are many.
2: For
0: when you hear, for we are many. Why? Right? you, okay. How- how much is a legion? I don't know. Buy some Let's list. find out. At least uh, a, a thousand. I think a legion
2: is a thousand, you know? Let's do a quick Google search.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: man I had yeah, a thousand man. demons in him, bro.
0: Five thousand, There's is a legion. Five thousand. Right? Five thousand? A legion ah. is five thousand. So, so what is your name? Legion, ah. for we are many
4: imagine the voice as
0: well no. like. <laughs> and, and understand right understand they say that Jesus is standing there as this thing is cowering at his feet
4: mm.
0: understand the difference in power levels that we're dealing with mm. understand like when we're going through situations here and you start to under- look at it from a spiritual perspective understand whose side you're on
4: mm. yeah we have the cheat code.
0: You're good. Yeah? But the disciples hear that and they're like, right, I'm ready to run again. I don't know about you lot. Peter's probably looking at John like, what, we're going again?
1: (laughs) Right? You know, man, those legs are ready. Their shoes are tight. Verse 10, verse verse, um, 10 and 11. And he thought him,
0: go ahead.
1: And he sought him much That he would not send them Away out of the con- Read other one Verse 11
5: And it says Now there was there Nigh onto the mountains A great herd of swine feeding Okay so
0: Okay let's continue Verse 12
5: And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter in unto them.
7: And forthwith Jesus gave okay. them leave and from... sorry, please go ahead.
5: No, continue,
7: it's alright And forthwith Jesus gave them leave And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the spine And the herd ran And then feed up Into the sea They were about 2,000 And they choked in the sea Now, how Obviously, many, yeah, how many yeah, did we say a legion
0: was? Well 5,000 And there about 2,000 sheep Right, That was about 2,000 sorry, mm. sorry, sorry, when I say sheep Pigs, pigs. right? So, so there's about one and a half. I'm sorry, two and a half um, mm. demons in each yeah, pig. Right? Each. <laughs> okay, so um, I, I just, guys, <laughs> sorry, guys, guys, um,
7: this, 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 literally, this, um, the swipe, the demons going into the pigs, pigs running into the sea. I think this is a great illustration of what demons are about. If you know what I'm saying, as in the fact that yes, you know, we know that people get demon possessed and people may go on doing grand elaborate things to destroy other people but the fact that demons are about destruction and it is literally about destroying your soul so they didn't want to go and live in the pigs and do whatever they just wanted to go and you know kill something and that's a little bit mad and also we don't really think of animals as getting demon possessed do we but i guess i guess that this illustration right here is telling us something different so when that dog tries to bite you where?
0: Right, anyway, so imagine the disciples are a bit more calm and are wow, like, "Jesus, just dealt with another situation, right?" Mm-hmm. And almost you can hear Jesus reiterate the 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 verse of uh, the, the, the the phrase in verse forty. Why were you so fearful? Yeah. Again, all building up to that experience that we see the disciples like, deal with later. Um. So okay, let's continue. Verse um, 14 and 15.
1: And they that fed the swine fled and told it in in the city and in the country. And they went out to
7: see what it was that was done. And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion fit
0: in and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Okay, what's going on here?
6: They run back um, to tell the story.
7: Can I can I just propose that because these guys had seen what this guy was like when he was possessed, you know, they were saying people had tried to bind him with chains to stop him from doing other destructive stuff, I assume. He'd broken the chain, snapped the fetters. So for them to see someone that had the power to tame this demon possessed man that was significant to them and that's why they were afraid. Mm.
5: Secondly, I think all their all their livelihood, like the amount of money from just those two thousand pigs, they would have mm. been quite offended that look what he did, he didn't just get this guy out of his situation. He's gone and ruined our, our whole livelihood. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Which is what we're going to see in the next two verses. So let's read those. Um, verse sixteen. But let's just read verse sixteen. Uh, no, sixteen and 17. 16, seventeen.
5: And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil, and also concerning the swine. And they began to to pray him to to, to depart out of their coast. So
0: I understand this why Usually, when we see Jesus do a miracle in a place. So they're always begging them to stay. Mm. They're always like, ah, oh, please, stay, stay a few days with us, stay a few days with us, da da, 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 da. Why is it that these people don't want Jesus to stay?
6: Freaking us at that point that someone had just said about he's destroyed people's livelihoods now. 2,000 pigs, gone. That's a lot of manure, people eating it, you
0: know, all kinds of stuff. So they're vexed that the, the, the pigs are gone, right? Mm-hmm. But why is it bad that they're vexed that the pigs are gone?
4: 'Cause it's inconsequential in the greatest scheme of things or think about the animal. Pig is unclean anyway.
0: A pig is unclean anyway. These people had no business having two
7: thousand pigs. hold hold up, hold up, hold up.
0: Unclean.
7: <laughs> I mean, wow. The demons went into the, 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 the pig and I'm just seeing like the parallel unclean spirit went into unclean animal. But that's uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
0: agreed.
7: Right?
5: These people who the I was gonna say these people should have been like happy that Jesus removed like the demons from this man because he was like no problem to them this whole time.
0: Agreed. But instead of being concerned about that They cared more about the things. they cared concerned more about the things, about their worldly goods, about their money, about, you know, things of this world. And the difference is, right? It's because they didn't have an experience with him. The demon possessed man, they hadn't. He he had an experience. The people who were in the boat on the sea, they had an experience, right? Mm-hmm. The people of the town had no experience. They just came and they saw, and they were like, "Actually, this isn't really anything to do with me. I'd rather have the pigs." Mm-hmm.
7: I think it's also I I think it's also something to say where our values are, and when I say that, I mean like if I value my car, then I value my if okay no if I value my car a lot, then you know there's you know times are gonna come around and, when my car needs something, but so does the homeless brother standing outside the bus station, and my car is probably gonna get what it needs, but the homeless brother can live another day about what he needs, and it's just some, something to say that like. As humans, we value what's important to us. Um, you know, we value the things that especially give us some return or something like that. And we don't always value each other that way.
0: Mm. It's really that this is like this guy has been messing them up for a while. So much so that they've chained him up and he's broken them, been cutting himself, sent him around teams, which is where they buried their dead people. Um, And so, you know, they should have been happy Um, But anyway, let's continue So verse 18
5: And when he came into the ship He had been possessed with the devil Prayed him that he might be with him
0: Cool So Jesus says to the people Okay, you know what, fine, I'll leave Okay, if you don't want what I'm selling, then that's fine. Um, I'll go. And the person who had the experience, the man who is possessed with the devil, he's the one who wanted Jesus to stay, or at least stay with Jesus, right? So he's begging Jesus, please, let me go with you.
4: Yeah.
0: I don't want to go back to the old ways of being possessed. I don't want to, like, I want this relationship to last. Yeah. And what does Jesus say to him? Verse 19.
5: Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee and have had compassion on thee.
0: What is, um, what's cool, right, is just in this little story here, we see a nice little reversal. We see at the start of the chapter, we see this man who is tormenting them and is heavily influenced by the devil and therefore all they're seeing is the devil's work and Jesus turns the situation around so much so that the person who is being used by the devil is not a person who's being used for Christ yes. and, is, and is one of the first people who has been called into mission for Jesus
2: yes.
4: Yes. and what that tells me is in our experience Is there a reversal?
0: Have we said that we're not going to do something, like we're moving away from our old selves and going to our new selves, or are we still the same? Have we said, right, we're going to take this
4: experience
0: that we've had and we're going to be different? Or have we said we haven't had an experience and we're still
4: going to be the same as the other people? There's one other cool lesson, right? for this. Why do you think I said I, I told these two stories? Why are these two stories together?
2: Um, what I do you the two stories is that um at the end uh, the people who experienced say they disciples and the, the man, the demon of man. They so we both have their like, personal testimonies that they can share. So, Jesus said to a man, he um, so didn't get into a break, he went back into account. He has his own personal testimony that you can share um, God's word with. And obviously, the dads have uh, as well, they we have their own um, personal story that can kind of show about God and Jesus' uh, miracles and his love.
0: Hmm. I missed the first bit
2: though Daniel could you repeat it? I got the last bit oh so, um, they both have personal testimonies so to like to witness um, they can use their own experiences so oh,
4: okay.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. like if I wanted to witness to a friend I'd use my own like personal testimony and mm-hmm. like, show a piece of i agreed right yeah. so that's that's a great point
0: right Hundred percent, but there's
4: still a, a, a bigger link.
0: These I understand that obviously these stories lead on from each other, right? Mm. So the there are two separate stories, but there's one that leads on to another. So they're chronological. Mm. So what is the what's the um what's the significance of that? Think that this is a mountainous area. Everywhere around the Sea of Galilee is mountainous.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And this guy who is in um who has been possessed by demons is in the mountains.
3: Mm-hmm. That point.
4: Right? What can he see? Well, everything.
0: Because he's higher. Right? You can see everything because he's higher up. He you can probably see a lot of the Sea of Galilee, right? Mm-hmm. What does he expi- what what does he see before we see him
4: coming into the story? He sees Jesus.
2: Probably probably saw the storms. Say that again? I mean he probably like um saw like the storm. Um, he saw the storm. <sighs> before the storm.
6: Right? He saw the storm. <laughs> right. So he saw the storm and he saw, it. he saw everything that happened first before yeah. they arrived so that's how he that's how he recognized perhaps jesus when he arrived on right? the
0: water so this is what happened right the disciples and everyone were going through a storm imagine you going through your personal storm right now right whatever that is right imagine you going through your issue and you're thinking i'm about to die like there's no hope it's all over i wish i i 'd never got on this boat hmm. right I wish I was still uh, on the other on the west side of the Sea of Galilee, chilling on land right and you go through this whole experience with Jesus where Jesus saves you, not only did he save you, but he saved everyone else who was on the sea as well, hmm. all the other boats that were always also on the sea, hmm. but not only that but the but the the guy or the guys with um who were uh, who were um who were possessed by demons saw that there was a man who could take away storms, <laughs> and so when they land, the very first person they meet is not the not the, the townspeople who very may well have seen the storm as well. They didn't come and go see who was that because they hadn't they didn't, they weren't in need of him. They're happy with their, with their pig farm, right? The people, the person who ran down to meet Jesus is the person who needed him. He saw the storm of someone else,
4: saw Jesus being able to deal with that, and said, I want a piece of that, and came to meet Jesus and got his own healing. Someone take it over me. What does that mean for us?
5: It's basically like me seeing someone else's testimony in church and then seeing it and wanting to have a close relationship with God just from seeing someone else's
0: situation
7: mm. Mm. it's interesting because I don't
1: know I feel like
7: I've noticed I don't know through kind of like my own experiences and um, just growing up that other people's experiences aren't ours and I'm not saying that to say that you know well, what we see in other people's lives definitely has a direct in, def- it, it definitely does impact but especially in terms of like the goodness of God. God does still do miracles and he still wants us. Listen, God wants us to ask him outrageous things. And when I say outrageous things, I mean, God wants to be, because God cares us and loves us. We, you know, we don't realize that Jesus didn't want the disciples to only call him when they were in a struggle. Jesus wanted to be involved from the start. And so, if they had called him earlier, then the storm would have not got up to the the um intensity that it was at. But obviously, they saw a marked example of God's power when he when when Jesus dealt with that. But it's interesting though because other people hearing about that haven't seen it. And one of the things I've constantly seen in our lives, in my life at least, is that the power of other people's testimony serves to encourage, but it doesn't serve to replace something for yourself. You get me? Mm. And literally, I'm just saying there that, that the relationship that God wants us wants from us is one where we eventually realize who it is we are dealing with and how much he cares for us. And the fact that if God needs to move a mountain for us, he will physically move the mountain for us. If God needs to find a way to deposit however much money in your account, it will happen, and obviously we are you know we're talking obviously about God's mission as well. um you know, we want to live long and prosper, but God's mission is actually not 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 directly that we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. but yeah, just literally the fact that God is waiting to do powerful things for us, and it's based on our personal relationship with him that He wants to do powerful things for us. other people's experiences aren't really going to be able to supplement us. So, yeah. yeah.
5: What comes to my mind is I remember my dad saying when we were younger that people are watching you. Even if you don't want people to be watching you, there's always somebody watching what you're doing, how you're acting, how you're getting through situations. When someone's rude to you, how do you respond? <laughs> the story just reminds me again that the trials that you go through, though you may think it's for you, though you think that, oh, I'm suffering through this, it's not just for you, it's the other people that are watching on. Can see that God can work for you God is there to help you And he can get you through Your trials are not for you alone They're for others as well Mm.
4: Definitely agree with that Yeah, that's exactly it That's exactly it If
0: and therefore When Jesus says and You know In places in the Bible it says You know, you can rejoice in your tribulations. You can understand not only do you rejoice because you know God has got you. Not only do you rejoice because somehow through that storm, you get get that added experience with with God that can help your experience. But also that same experience that helps you help someone else.
4: Mm. And that's why it's so important to share.
0: Because if, you know, obviously in this situation, the guy could see the storm from where he was. But if in our lives, not everyone can see our storms.
4: And so if you don't share your experience, things
0: that Daniel was saying um, earlier, if you're not able to share your personal testimony and stuff, then then your thing is only for you.
4: Mm. It's only for you. When God
0: meant that thing to be for everyone. And so um, you, cannot, you cannot benefit, like, I think, was it Nathan or Ruben who was saying, you know, you need your own experience, 100%. The yeah. thing someone else's experience can help you get your own. This
7: is true. This is true. And I remember, I feel like I've had this quote recently again, guys. I don't know where the quote is from. But I know that Ellen White has a quote, and she's not the only one that's talked about this. Other people have talked about it, even in our own churches. Just the fact that sometimes it's the bravery of us saying our situations, whether it's the good things that have happened, even the the harder things, and this is where the bravery comes in, like the things that God has delivered you from. You know, because a lot of us like to keep... The part of ourselves that we're ashamed of and in a corner until we're sure that God has brought us out, and then even there we might like keep it keep it hidden as well, but the bravery in us of sharing our experiences with God will be a blessing to other people, and that's a little bit mad, but yeah and that goes for whether you
0: showed faith in that situation or you didn't. Because both ways will help someone else in their experience. You know, it was, you know, even ju- just because the, the disciples didn't show faith doesn't mean that the other person didn't receive a blessing. Everyone got healed, everyone got saved.
4: And it's the only, the only people who didn't get that experience were the people who... Um, who
0: were in the town, who cared about more of worldly things. But guess what? Even those people, right? Jesus is still merciful. Because even those people, he still sent the demoniac or the the ex-demoniac to go witness to them. He still didn't give up on them. He was still like, you know what? They told me to send me away. They were vexed about the, the pigs and all the rest of it. But you know what? Go tell them about your story. Because even them hearing about you again and seeing you, you like, even, not even you having said anything, just you being like, being a changed person. Like you didn't even have to witness, per se witness, like you don't even have to go chat and say, this is what happened. They will see it. They saw you before, they saw how you
4: were before and they'll see you now. That alone will be a witness. The problem is, is that too much of us
0: have this um, have our Christian walk, but we don't have the reversal that we're seeing in this story, and that we see in a lot a lot of these stories. We're seeing massive ironic reversals: the story of Esther, the story of Peter in jail that we saw that we read last week. You know, all of these stories have reversals because the Bible is trying to tell us that this is what happens when you have an experience with God. God changes situations. But if in your situation you haven't allowed God to change anything, then what have you got to share? And what will people see?
7: And it's also a reminder that the storms, you know, we even had this this same concept come up like two weeks ago or something like that. But you know, the fact that the storms are where God, you know, the fact that when you choose to follow God, there will be storms. And this is where God perfects us. This is where God's mission brings, you know, input and, and sometimes we have to sacrifice and sometimes it's mad because sometimes we have to suffer. But just also the fact that the suffering that God allows us to go through it is something where it is it, you know, diamonds are a find in the fire. And he reminds us that many times in the Bible. Um just the fact that, you know, this stuff isn't stuff that's meant to break you or kill you. But by the time you come out of the end of it you know god 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 does things to 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 get our characters and so you know we ask for patience god sends us situations that require a whole lot of patience of patience um you know stuff like that and it's a little bit mad because sometimes we just want the easy life but that's never really what following god was And it's one of those ones where obviously God wants, you know, I I remember, I don't know if you guys know the song Oceans. I remember the first time I heard that song and it took me a while to properly deep it properly because the lyrics say it straight on the surface, but the lyrics say, you call me me out upon the water, the great unknown where feet may fail And it was like, that is a Christian experience. The fact that God wants you to get to the point where you trust him entirely and you trust him. More than anyone else, and you to also trust him with things that seem impossible because it's when we, you know, when when our stuff stops, that's where our faith begins. You get me? Mm. Mm. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah,
4: that's um, does anyone have any other points before we close? okay sorry um,
7: well, the one, uh, sorry, yeah, one okay. thing the one thing I'll literally just say um, i and it's yeah, it's just a quick reminder of the fact that even the Bible study everything we're doing here, we all love the idea of having this relationship with God, but let's try and be I'm saying this to myself as much as I'm saying it to everyone else just let's try and be intentional about it because otherwise we will just sit here and keep liking the idea of this relationship with God that all of this stuff that we've talked about can be born out of. But yeah, it's one of those things where We're grown now We've got to be intentional with it And that's not always easy When we've got other things to do When we've got other things to focus on But yeah um, I love that verse Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness And all these things shall be added unto you Because the good stuff will be added The bad stuff will be taken away You'll grow, basically, that's the promise And I love that Interesting
0: and uh, the last thing I'll say is when you have that experience that you're talking about there, you you end up thinking to yourself uh, verse 41 and that's why I, I like that verse so much. What manner of man is this?
4: Um, and literally that 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 is really the uh, the crux of it.
0: Yeah, um, if we say a uh, have a word of prayer to close. Murtza, um, if you're there, could you um, pray for us to close, please?
5: Okay. Let's just pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today, you for waking us up this morning, giving us life. Thank you that we are able to do this um, Bible study. Please help us to remember that you're always with us during the storm. We thank you for everything you've given us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. amen.
4: Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a happy Sabbath, everyone. Enjoy the rest of the okay. Thank you. Happy Sabbath.